This is um again the reason why why John beat me out as the chair of the uh, Department of Chemical <laughs> Engineering because let's go back. Let's go to the car and and the, and the exhaust comes out of the car. Is that okay to go back there? Yeah. And sure. take uh, take me from there. What happens from there? What do we do? It goes into the air. Yeah, right? well, uh we would take it from point sources, so something like a a boiler or or something like this. Uh it, that's a lot easier to capture when it's coming from your car. It goes into the atmosphere, and uh, you know, on a on a planetary level, we've been putting way too much carbon dioxide in in the air. And, and forgive me if there's a dumb if there's a dumb yeah. question, Professor, sure. but is there a way to sure. capture it from the air or not? Yeah, yeah, there sure is. It's called direct air capture, and so it's a little more difficult because once it once it gets diluted with uh, the air, the oxygen and nitrogen, it's a little more difficult to capture. It's a lot easier to capture it from uh, like a chemical plant around here or, or or a power generation station, but but you can capture it from air. That's called uh, direct air capture. All right, so you capture it from from the chemical plant, and then where does it go from there? What do you do with it? Oh, well, two things. You can either, uh, you've got to capture it. Usually it's some sort of a mean solution where you, uh, where you, where you uh, concentrate it and, and then you separate it out into a pure CO2 stream. And then you have two choices. Essentially, you can try to turn it into another carbon product. Uh, I mentioned tennis shoes, detergents, clothes, other things. Or, or you can compress it and then uh, sequester it under the ground. Usually, it's about half a mile or a mile under under the ground. In these uh, saline uh, aquifers, is is pretty typical. Does it stay there forever, or is that's gonna? Is there a hope, yeah, for, a hope that somehow the, you find a use for this, or what? You know, it stays there. I mean, that's where a lot of the carbon came from. Uh, uh, a lot of this was natural gas, and it was happy miles underground for millions of years, and then we took it out. We're just returning it essentially. Uh, whenever you return it, you you uh, it it goes through a process and in sequestration. Initially, it's it's uh, it's sort of like a high high density gas. It's called supercritical, um, but but it stays in that phase in the beginning, and then over time, it'll go into solution in the in the saline water that's under there, and even longer time, it'll turn into uh, minerals, things like calcium carbonate or chalk over time. So over time, it's essentially locked there. So it's not, you don't really have a high risk of it, uh, you know, coming back out anytime soon. So it, it's a pretty well-known, well-established sort of process. Professor, I don't know chemistry, but I do know perception and I do know politics. And I know when you talk about CO2 capture, immediately people start drawing party lines and they start thinking, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm using this in quotation marks, okay, radical green agenda and um, right. and, and a, a threat to oil and gas in Louisiana and so forth. Talk about that, if you will, because it, it is a reality and it is the way people look at this. Yeah, I, I think it's an interesting uh, perspective. Um, you know, if you look at it from one side, from the environmental side, or from a climate change perspective, uh, we've never had CO2 concentrations this high. We're doing a lot more CO2 in the atmosphere than nature can handle, about twice of what nature can handle. So from that side, it makes sense to bring down the CO2 concentrations and, and to sort of mitigate the effects on climate change. But if you look at it from an industrial or uh, uh, an economic perspective, it also makes a lot of sense from from that perspective. You kind of look at it, you know, who, who's the best at putting this carbon dioxide back under the ground? 
Well, it's the same people that took it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are oil people, petroleum people, uh, geologists. That, wait, wait, wait. That took I got to get you to say that again, mm-hmm. Professor. I, I love the way you said that. Say it again, please. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're looking for who's going to put the carbon dioxide back under the earth, it's the same people that took it out. They they took it out as methane or crude, and now they're going to put the CO2 back in uh, as a way to store it. But there's a lot of money to be made in in sequestration, and it's a it's a safe and reliable way to store that carbon dioxide. And it's so, not either you know, or. It's it's win win, and it's a way to monetize this right and keep oil and gas going, or at least the people that work in it, the infrastructure. You, oh, uh, t- oh yeah, it's a it's a perfect solution. If you look at the places to sequester CO two. You know, there's only a few places in the world that have this uh, saline reservoir capacity that we do and have the pipelines. Uh, Alberta, Canada is one. Uh, around Houston, Galveston is another. And then Baton Rouge to New Orleans is, is, is a third. And right now, uh, Alberta, Canada is already doing a lot of sequestration. And Dow decided to build their new chemical plant there because they can hit their net zero uh CO2 emissions by 2050. Um, and so this is an opportunity, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't get these opportunities uh, very often of having the the favorable geology and the uh, refineries and chemical plants all in the same place. So it's it's a in terms of economics, it's a great opportunity. Um, so what's LSU going to do now with this grant? We only have a minute left, Professor, but I did need to talk about it. Jordan <laughs> is about ready to strangle me because we're running late. Sure. Um, tell you what, sure. you know what? He tells me we've got to have you back. So hang on. We'll make arrangements to have you back because I want to drill down <laughs> on this a little bit more. And it is a complicated thing, and, and I do think, like you, you're saying – you know, I'm all about monetizing this thing. Let, let's forget the politics. Right. Let's let's think about the environment. Let's think about a way to make money off of this. And it seems like that's what you're doing. Right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon. Oh, okay? sure, you bet. John Flake, chair of the Department of Chemical Engineering at LSU. Again, no hard feelings about your getting that chair. 753 traffic now on WWL.